Hello, and thank you for joining us uh, for this edition of the 21 News Podcast. I'm Matt Stone. Today, we're joined with Dr. James Kravick. He is the Chief Clinical Officer and Executive Vice President at Mercy Health in Youngstown. And uh, Dr. Kravick, you're going to talk to us today about what's true and what's false. Uh, We are uh, um, a year and one month into this pandemic, and uh, obviously a lot has changed uh, since we first started. Uh, the, The big game changer has been the vaccine. And, uh, uh, you know, we're told that I think 30% of the U.S. population now is is fully vaccinated or at least has that first shot. How do you think we're doing here locally with that? You know, th- thank you for having me today, Matt. And, and you know, I think this is, the, uh, this is the game changer. This is the game ender, I guess I should say, to be a little more, more clear. I was asked uh, on Halloween night as I was walking to my neighbor by one of my neighbors saying, you know, hey, Doc, what's the, what's the end game here? What's the, it's, it's just frustrating. What's the end game? And my answer was, I'm not sure. That was October 31st. Now, as we're talking in, in you know, April of 2021, the answer is the vaccines. So I think locally, Matt, we're doing a great job. Um, Mercy Health has given almost 70,000 shots. The health departments are giving a lot of shots. Pharmacies are giving shots. Um, we are getting vaccines into our community. That's wonderful. Um, however, I'm not satisfied because we're not done. We're not at that magic number of the 70 to 80% of the population. So I think we're doing good. Um, many people got it in the beginning who wanted it. They, they, they were rushing our doors. They were calling, getting on multiple lists, and that was great. And now we have an open supply of vaccine, which is, which is good because it's easier to get. Now we got to kind of get, get through that critical mass. So, you know, I think we have right now a slowdown locally of interest with people getting the vaccine. Um, I, I know personally someone who uh, is college educated um, in the late 20s says that he does not want to get the vaccine because he says he wants to have children in the future and he's worried about the vaccine. What, what do you make of people who kind of have these these takes on the vaccine uh, at this point? You know, I've, I've talked to two people in the last week, and, and, and one of them told me a story and said, you know, I, I, uh, I'm concerned about, similar to what you said, what, what the future would hold because of the vaccine. That's one story. I've heard other people say, um, there, it, it changes my DNA. It, it's a chip in my body. You know, I've heard of that. I can very clearly say this does not change DNA. There's no chip. There's no monitoring device. You know, I, that that one's easy for me. People that have a concern, they say, "Well, are, are, can you give me 100 with 100% certainty X? It won't affect um, fertility down the road. It won't affect me in 15 years with 100% certainty." I know I, I can't. What I know is the safety that we know. What I know is the fact that the messenger RNA activity, viruses that is, has been in the works for 20 to 30 years. There's a lot of science behind this. And from what we can tell, there's a lot of safety. That's the Moderna and the Pfizer. We know there's a lot of safety with those, a lot of efficacy. The other vaccine that's out there right now is the Johnson & Johnson, which as we speak is on a hold that may change. It's an adenovirus vector vaccine, a different way. Where there's the, the CDC and FDA are still working through um, safety information on that. My argument, however, to people that say, well, what about this 
slight chance of a problem in the future. Okay. My argument is maybe, but probably not. But you need, in my mind, it's a risk benefit analysis saying if someone contracts COVID, then the complications could be a lot more. The mortality rate is low with COVID. COVID has a lot more complications, behavioral health, the depression and the anxiety, chronic fatigue. There's heart problems, lung problems, liver problems down the road, potentially with COVID. And the spread is there to other people. So to me, it's a risk uh, benefit analysis of the vaccine versus getting COVID. Uh, I have both shots from Pfizer myself. Uh, I think I heard recently that Pfizer's talking about a booster uh, somewhere down the road. Does that seem to be the case, you think, with these with these vaccines? I heard the, the, the statement from the Pfizer CEO that said we may need a booster shot. What I know of viruses is viruses mutate. You could use the word variant. You could use the word mutation. So when they, we talk about the, North, the UK, the South African, the other mutation, there's, there's 50 or 60 out there, vi- variants. This is normal. This is what viruses do. They mutate. The flu virus every year mutates. It's just what it does. So this doesn't shock me. Vaccines are given for what we know the virus is to be. So every so often, is it yearly? Is it every other year? Is it, I, I don't know. Every so often, the vaccine is going to probably need to be changed, either changed for people who never had it before or a booster to reflect the current state of the virus. That's what happens with the flu vaccine. It's probably what will happen. I'm saying, I'm using the word probably, it's my opinion, because we don't have fact on that yet. CDC, FDA hasn't come out definitively on that, but that probably will be the fact that we will need boosters down the road. It probably will, because that's what I see with other um, other viruses that do have changes, what we call mutations or variants. We know that there's these variant variants out there right now. How dangerous are they to people who are fully vaccinated? Yeah, we know the variants are more infectious. So that means if I'm exposed to a bunch of different viruses, the flu, the common cold, the initial original COVID and now the COVID variants, the COVID variant is much more infectious, more chance of me catching it. And that wasn't your question, but the, the point is it's more infectious. It doesn't seem to have more impact on the body, but it's more infectious. If someone has been vaccinated fully and fully is defined as two weeks after their second dose or their last dose, if it was the one dose shot, the efficacy is very strong in the, in the 80s to 90%. 80s for the single shot, Johnson & Johnson, meaning that it for serious diseases, for the Pfizer Moderna is in the mid 90s, 94, 95%. So the variants currently are uh, covered by the original Moderna and Pfizer. So I'm sure there, there may be cases where it's not, but so far what we understand is uh, the variants are covered by the vaccines. People getting vaccine right now, how long do you think uh, these vaccines are going to last before they need a potential booster? Boy, it's a great question. I don't know. It wouldn't shock me. It truly wouldn't shock me. And this is this is my opinion. This is not official statement that sometime in the fall of 21, we might say time for a, a booster. I've also heard from infectious disease experts that's locally and statewide that say it might be fall of 22. So 
I think anywhere within, you know, later in 21 or sometime in, in 22. It's really a race. It's a race to get more people vaccinated now. If we can get more people vaccinated now, and that includes children. So once once that opens up, we can talk about that in a minute. Once the children get vaccinated and more adults get vaccinated, the community spread will drop. When the community spread drops, the rate of variance and changes and mutations drop. Therefore, the current vaccination lasts longer. If the spread keeps happening, with every spread, there's a chance for mutation. If the spread keeps happening, the mutations will happen quicker, and we need the booster shot quicker. I have a daughter right now who's almost 16. Your recommendation is for me to get her vaccinated as soon as she turns 16? Yes. Yeah, my, my, I have, a, I have a, 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 two younger kids, and I have a 12- and a 14-year-old, and as soon as they are as soon as either they turn 16, but I, I do believe the window will open up at some point in the next month or two with the Pfizer to be 12 to 15, or to include 12 to 15, I'm going to have them vaccinated. Absolutely. So let's say I'm, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm still having to wear a mask everywhere. How long do you think this mask mandate is going to is last for us? I think um, until there's a critical mass of the population that gets us to what we call herd immunity, which is 70 to 80% of the population, then the spread is so minimal in the community that then the public health measures can be weaned down. Do you think we'll get there? I mean, it just seems right now because of the slowdown of people getting the vaccine and there's so many people out there that want to hold off on it. Do you think we're going to get to herd immunity it's, at this point? It's taking, why? it's taking longer than I would have hoped. Um, I do. I, I, the numbers I've heard, I think yesterday I heard it was 38% of, of Mahoning County has received at least one shot. That's 38% of the whole population. It's around 50 to 55% of adults over 18. So once we open up to kids, which I do believe we'll get 12 to 15 in the next few months, and then hopefully the younger kids by the end of the year, you know, that's a decent chunk of the population that will help us get there. And I think um, more education and more conversation. But that said, there's a lot of people that say, I'm not getting this. And so it's going to take, it's going to take a little bit longer. And then the, the question comes down to, well, then that the spread will be in a, in, a, in a different population. You know, we have two buckets of people right now, people that are vaccinated and for the most part can't be infected. There's a small number that can, but most, most can't. And there's a bucket that haven't been infected. And as those, as those buckets of people change, the spread really only happens in the people that have not been vaccinated. So over time, that spread will be less as more and more are out of that bucket and into the vaccine bucket. Do people who already had COVID, do they need to get vaccination? And if so, why? So what we know is after you've contracted COVID, you have natural immunity, natural antibodies that work for what we can tell for 90 days only. Antibodies might be present for longer, but for, according to CDC and the immunologist, the natural immunity is good for 90 days only. You can get vaccinated after you're out of the a window where you need to be in isolation, which is 10 days from your first symptom. So you can get the COVID vaccine right away after you're out of isolation. You don't need to get it to protect yourself until 90 days from first symptom. So the reason you need to get it is because the natural immunity may not work. We have seen people get infected with COVID after they've had COVID, um, but mainly after that 90-day window. So that is why people with, with who've had COVID should still get vaccinated. 
they're going to say, well, why is it 90 days for me? But the guy that got the vaccine, he's got more than 90 days. Uh, I, 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 that's a you know, great question. From the immunology standpoint, um, what we can tell is the way the, the, the doses are and the way the vaccine is formulated, it lasts longer. Okay, and lastly, um, you know, there's, there's still restrictions on occupancy of restaurants. Uh, and again, you know, we're talking about still having to wear the masks. And, and you had mentioned that, you know, we'll get closer to being free from those things once we reach the herd immunity. Uh, you know, once again, when do you think, you know, how close to summer this year is going to actually be summer for people? You know, I, I'm actually going to a large event next Thursday when I have to show my vaccine card, which is the first time I've ever been asked to show that to something. But I'm going to be in a large, a large crowd with people, 100% need to be masked and show your card to get there. And that's interesting. I, don't, I wonder if that's going to be more and more as we go forward. That may be an impetus for people to get their vaccine. I do, you know, we're heading into that nice weather, hopefully soon, where we can be outside more. Baseball games, crowds, the fall, then football games. I think the risk is certainly less in 2021 than it was in 2020 because, you know, by then I think half the population or more will be vaccinated and the spread will be a lot less. So we're, we're getting there. I don't think summer of 2021 will be completely normal, but we're getting back to some semblance of normalcy. Dr. Kravick, I'll give you the last word. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention and let people know right now? You know, we are, uh, we're, we're not quite over the goal line yet. We're, you know, if we, if we were traveling down the field, we're on the five yard line. And um, we have two things to do. One is continue our public health measures so we can end this. And two is to get vaccinated so we can cross the finish line and end this and get back to some semblance of normalcy. That is what we need to do. Even if we don't care about the vaccine for ourselves, what it does is it helps us get our community back to some semblance of um, of normalcy because the community is waiting for that magic number to be able to uh, you know, end all of these measures.